Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find our latest Sunday service. Good morning everybody and welcome to St Thomas's for our morning worship today, uh, Sunday 28th of March and it's Palm Sunday. We should all now be saying Hosanna, shouldn't we? So please do join in. Hosanna, praise the Lord. We're at Palm Sunday as we come to uh, remember and to celebrate that moment when Jesus rode into Jerusalem, greeted by the crowds. And in Matthew's account uh, of the Palm Sunday, um, Matthew quotes that famous uh, prophecy from Zechariah that was fulfilled, a prophecy from 500 years previously. Do you remember it? Zechariah chapter nine, verse nine. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you, righteous and having salvation, gentle, and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. Isn't that a wonderful verse? Your king comes to you. He comes to us, righteous and having salvation, gentle and riding on a donkey. So before we begin, shall we pray? Lord, this morning, through your spirit, speak to us that we may hear your word. Move among us that we may behold your glory. Receive our prayers that we may learn to trust in you. And so come, Holy Spirit, come. Amen. And this morning, uh, before we go any further, I'd just like to thank Ethan, who is doing all the technical stuff for us this morning. We did have a bit of an issue with the countdown, but hopefully everything is now working. Uh, thank you for all the comments that have come in so far. Um, that question on the introductory screen, uh, what prompted that? Uh, Sylvia and I were out having a walk on Monday of this week. Uh, we were walking along Greenwood Lane, and as we were walking in the sunshine, off to the right in the field, we spotted a group of deer. And several more sort of came out of the trees and joined them. And they sat there, oh, some of them, some were standing, and they were just enjoying nibbling the grass. And it interrupted our walk, and we spent several minutes watching them, and it just lifted our hearts. It was wonderful. And then we've seen, and you'll have seen them all coming in there. Uh, Liz's pair of nut hatches that come every day for food. Stuart's cat on his lap. Rita's moles. The greater bee fly. I, I thought seeing a group of deer would be the best. My word, uh, you've, you've shown me this morning. And the most interesting, from Richard, a bombilious major. 
stumped me. You may need to explain that one, Richard. <laughs> but please do keep popping them in. All the things that we see uh, that, again, continue that theme of spring. It's wonderful. So thank you. But as we come into the service, we're now going to continue with some song worship as we're led by our musicians in that wonderful song, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross. And after that, we'll go straight to the video news.
Good morning and welcome to St. Thomas's Notices with me, Ethan Heseldon. Um, this is the Sunday morning service, uh, which is followed at 11 by coffee and catch-up. Then this afternoon, at half past two, we've got our family church. And then tonight at seven, we've got Deeper on Zoom. And all the Zoom codes can be found at www.stthomas.co.uk. Now, on top of a slight technical error we had last week, I actually got a lot of the information in the notices wrong, for which I can only apologise. You know, that's my one job, I'm very sorry. Um, I'm gonna make it up to you by giving you the chance to win these love heart-shaped sunglasses from the Valentine's Day uh, notices all those weeks ago. All you have to do is answer the following question. The average person does what 13 times a day? And if you're right, future Ethan, uh, who's doing the tech on Sunday, today, he's doing the tech today, um, will put your comment up on the screen next to me. And if your comment appears on the screen, then you get these sunglasses. Um, so that's the average person does what? 13 times a day. Tomorrow evening, Monday the 29th at 6.30pm, we've got a wonderful worship evening. Some of you may remember uh, during the summer we had a couple of worship nights and then uh, in late August we had a couple of worship nights and they're wonderful, they really are great. Um, so I really encourage you to just, you know, even put it on in the background if you've got something else going on. Uh, that's half six on Facebook for our worship evening. Now this is Holy Week, it wasn't last week like I got confused with and the other notices. We've got our Monday Thursday service at 7.30pm on uh, live on Facebook. Um, and that's on Thursday. Then on Good Friday at 9.15am we've got morning prayer uh, as usual. Actually we've got morning prayer on the Thursday as well. We've always got morning prayer, you know us. It's 9.15am, it's morning prayer. Then at 10am we've got our holiday club, the first episode of our Easter holiday club. It's great, be there or be square. And that's on Facebook Live and Zoom. Um, so I think, I think you can still sign up. If you're interested and you, you haven't signed up for Zoom, please email abby at uk for more information. Otherwise, just come along, watch on Facebook Live at 10 a.m. Or, or later, whatever suits you. Then we've got At The Cross from 12 to 3 p.m., which is uh, the church building will be open for private prayer. Um, and there'll be reflection playing on the screen at the front. So from 12.15 to 12.30, it will be me uh, leading the first reflection. Uh, during this time, there'll be some short Lectio Divina style reflections. Uh, the first from quarter past 12 to half 12, led by myself. Uh, the second, an hour later, uh, led by Sean. And then an hour later, we've got the last one, led by Beth. Don't worry if you can't come down to the church uh, during that time, it will be live streamed on Facebook. And on Saturday, we've got, uh, again, morning prayer in the morning. Then at 10 a.m. again, we've got the second episode of Holiday Club, again on Facebook Live or Zoom. And then Easter Sunday, we've got, at uh, 10 a.m. on Easter Sunday, we've got our Easter celebration with music, uh, worship, um, and then we've got a guest speaker. I don't know if it's been revealed yet, uh, so I'm gonna build it up as if it's a surprise, but we do have an exciting guest speaker. Then at 2.30pm, in place of our family church, we'll have the final episode of the Holiday Club on Facebook Live and Zoom. And then at 7pm, we will have Deeper on Zoom. Uh, and all the Zoom codes can be found at www.centoms.co.uk. Uh, 25th of April, really exciting, APCM at 2pm um, on Zoom. Uh, so if you're, if you're not currently on the electoral roll, uh, but want to vote at the APCM, 
then please, please, please uh, either email office at sendtoms.co.uk or visit www.sendtoms.co.uk uh, for more information on how to get signed in there. Um, we are. Well, that's it for the notices this week. I wonder, did anyone get the answer to the question? That uh, what do most people do 13 times a day? Does anyone take these sunglasses from me? That's the question. Um, but for now, that is the end of the notices. Thanks for watching. Um, back over to Dave. Thanks, Ethan. We're really making Ethan work hard today, aren't we? Um, interesting selection of things that people do 13 times a day uh, if you're looking in the comments at the moment um i'm just going to scroll down uh yes stuart brilliant epic glasses they're really elegant aren't they and uh i don't know do i take it that stuart you got the answer right as your name came up last and has just appeared again uh liz great offering say sorry um as few as 13 times, I wonder. Uh, praying, Karen says. Yes, there we are. Stuart, the proud owner of some love heart sunglasses. Do enjoy them. Um, so on we go. A cup of tea, Leslie, thank you. 13 cups of tea in a day. Wow. And just for a moment, we'll go back to those questions. I uh, just want to say thank you to Richard for explaining the the uh, Bombilius Major, the Latin name of the greater bee fly. Um, but I really did enjoy some of the uh, wildlife that's been seen. Mark, the starling roofing, roosting in your loft. Uh, our neighbor has the same problem, but she hasn't managed to persuade her uh, squatters to move out. They're still busy building their nest up there. And, excuse me, it was Rita, wasn't it? Your invisible moles digging up the lawn. Um, oh, dear things, very difficult to get rid of, aren't they? Uh, Richard, the blue tits looking for a nesting site in the garden. Um, doesn't it just say to us what a wonderful, wonderful world the Lord has made? Such a wide variety of wildlife in this sort of I suppose semi-rural setting, it, it's really uh, a town setting, isn't it? But wildlife finds a way to thrive. And sorry, I forget who put in the kites flying over. Um, a red kite. Aren't they magnificent when you see kites in flight? So elegant, so just as they take the breeze and glide on by. There it is, thank you. Thank you, Ethan, from Emma. Red kites, I love watching them fly. And from Julie, the bullfinches and the chaffinches. Um, our garden is populated by a whole family of sparrows. And my word, they're noisy at times when they're having their arguments, but it's great just to see all that wildlife thriving. So as we move on, we now come to that time in the service when we can take a moment and think about the things perhaps that we've said and done over the last week that, that might have grieved the Lord. 
things also that we haven't said and haven't done and for which we want to say sorry to the Lord. So the, the words for the confession will come up on the screen in just a moment. Um, the, the parts that are in normal type are for me and then there are some in bold type which I'd ask you to join in with me. So, the gospel calls us to turn away from sin and to be faithful to Christ. As we offer ourselves to him in penitence and faith, we renew our confidence and trust in his mercy. And so just a moment of silence as we bring to the Lord those things for which we want to say sorry. And so we say together, most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been. Help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be that we may do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. And so may the God of love bring us back to himself. Forgive us our sins and assure us of his eternal love in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And the collect, the special prayer for today, Palm Sunday. Almighty and everlasting God, who in your tender love towards the human race, sent your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our flesh, and to suffer death upon the cross. Grant that we may follow the example of his patience and humility, and also be made partakers of his resurrection. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever, Amen. And so we're going to continue now with our next uh, worship song. And that's that wonderful song, Blessed Be the Name. Blessed be your name in the land. That is plenty. 
Well, isn't that another wonderful, wonderful song for us to hear and to think about and to reflect on this morning? So now in our service, we're going to uh, spend a little time as we focus on on the word of the Lord. And this morning, Megan is going to bring us our Bible reading and then we'll go straight over to Bob Carkeet uh, to hear what the Lord has given him for this morning. This is Mark chapter 11, verses 1 to 11. When they were nearing Jerusalem at Bethphage and Bethany, near the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately as you enter it, you will find a colt tied, which has never been ridden by anyone. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you doing this? Say, the Lord needs it, and immediately he will send it here. So they went away and found a colt tied outside a gate in the street, and they untied it. Some of the people who were standing there said to them, what are you doing untying the colt? They replied to them, just as Jesus had directed, and they allowed them to go. They brought the colt to Jesus and put their coats on it, and he sat on it, and many spread their coats in the road, and others leafy branches which they had cut from the fields. Those who went in front and those who were following were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went to the temple. And after looking around at everything, he left for Bethany with the twelve, because it was already late in the day. Good morning. Now, I'm sure each one of us can relate to the expression, what a difference a week can make in our lives, and as so often too in politics. Well, this is also particularly true in the life of Jesus during the events of Holy Week. For we see how the situation in Jerusalem rapidly changed. The people waved palms in the air and hailed Jesus as King, the long-awaited Messiah, who was and is going to save them and us. But then, within a few days, the people had changed their minds and shouted that the Romans should crucify him the disciples shared a loving last supper with Jesus, where he washed their feet. But then one of them crept out after dinner and betrayed him. Jesus begged his disciples to stay with him, but they promised to do. But sadly, when it came to it, they abandoned him. After which he was arrested and beaten, and although he forgave them, they still ran away. Then Jesus was crucified. They laid him in the tomb. Later, when they returned for him, they found him gone. Later still, he reappears in the upper room. And then, wait, he's not dead at all, for Jesus is very much alive. Now, as we look together at Mark's account of Palm Sunday, as with any Bible passage, there are always so many different aspects and points to draw out and to share. But I'm going to focus on just four particular words today. As Mark says in verses one to three, Jesus sent two of his disciples saying to them, go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you'll find a colt tied there, 
which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you why you're doing this, tell them the Lord needs it and will send it back here shortly. Uh, we should recall that this particular request was indeed the fulfilment of prophecy. For as we read in Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9, where it says, See your king comes to you, righteous and having salvation, gently and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. Now the four words I would like to focus on are those which Jesus instructed his two disciples to say to anyone who challenged their request for the use of the colt. Those words being, the Lord needs it. And that's why I'd like each one of us to think about this morning. The fact that the Lord needs the things we have, our time, our talents, our gifts and our service. And the big question for each of us is whether or not we are willing to let go and entrust them to him. For by doing so, we too can fulfill the purpose he has set each one of us in serving Jesus. There's an interesting story of a person walking along the beach, picking up starfish stranded on the sand and throwing them back into the water. A stranger saw what the person was doing and said, there are hundreds of starfish all up and down the beach. What good is it going to do to throw a few back into the water? The person picked up a starfish and flung it out as far as he could and said, it's going to make a big difference to that one. So we must never think what we have to offer isn't important, whether it's our time, whether it's our talent or our money. Every gift counts however great or small. For God isn't asking us to save the world, only to be faithful and let him use what we have to his glory. We perhaps hold back because we don't think we have much to offer. That's one reason. We also hold back because, well, we probably don't want to let go of what we have. Like a two-year-old, a little voice inside us screams, it's mine and you can't have it. So why are we sometimes so possessive? Perhaps it's a combination of three things. Selfishness, or the fear of not having enough, or even the false sense of security of being surrounded by material things. Whatever the reason, it comes back to the question of faithfulness and what we are going to say when that little voice inside us whispers, the Lord needs it. So here's this morning's challenge. What might the Lord be needing from us at this moment? Should we be praying more? Should I practically support one of our church ministries? Should I be offering to help clean the church when we're ready for it? Should I be reviewing my giving? Should I be? Well, I could go on. Now there is one person who recently responded to our call for a treasurer. And it was such great news that after a six month period without having a treasurer that 
Stuart Waterman saw the Lord's need in fulfilling this role and responded accordingly. So my message this morning is simply this. When we are willing to say yes to whatever the Lord is maybe needing of us, then the Lord will indeed bless us in such marvellous ways. Amen. Amen indeed, Bob. Thank you ever so much for those words. Um, I'm just going to leave a few moments of quiet time now uh, when we can reflect on that message that Bob's brought us today. Perhaps pray about uh, what we have. And actually, they're all things that the Lord has given us anyway, aren't they? All our skills and our talents and our abilities. And uh, how we can respond to the Lord's calling. So just a few moments of quiet. And isn't it wonderful, as, as Bob started and took us through quickly the events of Holy Week, that, that uh, the Lord went through what he went through, all of that, for each one of us. Isn't that incredibly humbling and encouraging for us this morning? So we're going to join together now with Christians all around the world and affirm our faith in the Lord. And again, the words for the affirmation of faith will appear on the screen. Um, and would you join in with the, uh, the lines that are in bold? So do you believe and trust in God the Father, source of all being and life, the one for whom we exist? We believe and trust in him. Do you believe and trust in God the Son, who took our human nature, died for us and rose again? We believe and trust in him. Do you believe and trust in God, the Holy Spirit, who gives life to the people of God and makes Christ known in the world? We believe and trust in him. This is the faith of the church. This is our faith. We believe and trust in one God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen.
So now we're going to continue in prayer and uh, we'll hand over to Janice, who's going to bring us our intercessions this morning. And then we'll go straight to the Lord's Prayer. And please do join in with the, the text will be on the video. So shall we pray? In the power of the Spirit and in union with Christ Jesus, let us pray to the Father. Almighty God, as we journey together through Holy Week, from the joyful entry into Jerusalem on this Palm Sunday, through to the Last Supper Jesus had with his friends, to the anguish of the cross, may we understand the depths of the love that brought Jesus into the world to be our Saviour. We pray for our bishops, Tim, David and Debbie. May they know your guidance as they lead your church in the Winchester Diocese. May they each walk closely with you and know your guiding hand when they have difficult decisions to make. May they be able to step forward knowing your strength. We pray for those who lead us here at St Thomas. We thank you for those who have shared your love each week and that we have been able with the help of technology to join together to share in services every week thank you for the tech team who in serving you bring the various parts of the service together lord in your mercy hear our prayer father god we remember before you and pray for elizabeth our queen we thank you for her love of you her witness and the loyal service she gives, even at terms of turmoil in her own family. Be with her and be her strength, we pray. We thank you that Prince Philip is back with her after his stay in hospital. We bring before you, Father, and pray for leaders across the world, particularly our own government and expert advisers, as things continue to change daily with various reports. Be with them and grant them wisdom in this ever-changing world. We remember before you all the unrest being caused by the supply of vaccines. May all nations and people be treated fairly and may the poorer countries receive direct help and that those in power will not be able to use the vaccines for profit. We pray for the problem areas of the world where fighting and people losing their homes is a daily event. We particularly think of the children in these areas of our world who have nothing. When we see reports and photographs, we feel at a loss to know what we can do and feel all we can do is bring them to you, Father, asking for guidance through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. We remember before you, Father, our children who will be breaking up for the Easter holidays. Many parents will have returned to work and children may be left with little supervision, which may be difficult for them only having recently returned to school routine. We ask you to be with all children that they may be kept safe and may know that they are loved. We remember before you the holiday club for the 0 to 11 years old over Easter weekend. We ask that you will be with Abby and her team and bless their work with the children. Amen. Father God, we know that the coronavirus has affected everyone, but some more than others. 
there are those who have lost loved ones with it, those who are still suffering with it long term, remembering before you our sisters Michelle Pride and Sue Davis. There are those who have lost loved ones with other forms of illness and have not been able to say their goodbyes or hold the proper Thanksgiving service. We bring all these people to you, Father, as they weep, remembering that your son Jesus wept at the grave of Lazarus. May all your people know your healing love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. Father, as we remember all those who shouted hallelujah on Palm Sunday and then crucified within the week, walk closely with each one of us that we will not fall away when challenged for our love of you. May we walk closely with you during this coming week that your name will be glorified and your love shared wherever the days may take us. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins. And forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power. And the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. 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 So thank you for the prayers this morning, Jeremy. And I must say, as you were praying, uh, I thought of the events that are taking place in Myanmar this weekend, where, where there have been yet more deaths and for the violence in that country. Pray that it will end, that the Lord can bring peace and reconciliation there. And I must uh, say sorry to you all. Um, I forgot to invite you to, to pop in any prayer requests that you have onto the comments. Uh, so I'm sorry for that. But please, as we go through the rest of the service, if you do have any prayer requests, do put them in and I know that there will be people who will be praying with you. And so we come to that point in the service where we uh, now have our last worship song. And it's it's that time when we'd normally have collection, the, the offertory. So um, just a reminder, if you'd like to donate to the work of the church, uh, all the links are in the Outlook, in the church notices, and you can find them on the church's website. But we're now going to listen to Good Grace.
Thank you. And if you look in the comments, you'll see that the link for giving has been posted there for us all. And some wonderful prayers have been posted too. And uh, please do pray those prayers during the day. So we're coming towards the end of the service. And uh, if we were in church, oh, wouldn't that be wonderful for us to be together in church, in the village hall, wherever we meet. But today, uh, we'd be getting ready to hand out palm crosses. And of course, we've been thwarted in that this year. So if you bear with me, um, this is going to test me to the limit because it means multitasking. I'm going to invite you by means of a piece of paper to produce your own palm cross. It's something you can do with the children after lunch. It's really simple. It's only three folds in the paper. So all you have to do, I've got to do this in reverse, is take one corner, fold it down. It doesn't have to be exact. Just get a nice fold. So you end up looking like that. Then the second fold, and you think, oh, it's a house, because you just fold down. Now you've got a house, so it's that second fold that comes down. Final fold is just to uh, look as if you're making a paper aeroplane. There we are. And then, if you, you may need some help with this for the children, if you tear down the paper, <laughs> I really hope this works. And open it up, you should have a cross. There it is. Perhaps you could get the children to make one, decorate it, and maybe put it on display in your window. We can all have our own paper palm crosses this year. So we come to the end of the service. Don't forget that uh, shortly after we finish at 11 o'clock, you can pop in uh, <laughs> for coffee and a chat. Um, thanks, Mark, for that comment. I resisted the temptation to say, here's one I prepared earlier. That was live. Wow. I'm amazed that I got through it without making a mistake. And there goes the link for coffee and ketchup. So before we close, uh, shall we pray? So may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among us and remain with us always. Amen. So thank you for being with us this morning. And whatever the day may bring, let us go out now from here to love and to serve the Lord. Amen. <laughs>